Welcome to the latest episode of a brief series of oral history interviews with the trailblazers and pioneers who were instrumental in establishing the Franklin H. Williams Judicial Commission. Each of the recordings is an excerpt of an interview conducted in preparation for a documentary on the life of Franklin H. Williams. In recognition of the 30th anniversary of the commission, the co-chairs, Justices Shirley Trautman and Troy Weber, and Executive Director Mary Lynn Nicholas Brewster, decided to post excerpts that describe the early days and challenges of the commission. Today we feature Anthony Suarez, a founding member of the commission and former president of the Puerto Rican Bar Association. This interview with Mr. Suarez was conducted by Linda Dunlap Miller. I'm John Carr, Senior Advisor for Strategic and Technical Communications. There was a perception of inequality, lack of diversity, both in the bench as well as the quality of justice the minorities were receiving in the system. And um, so we were, into our, we were tasked with identifying what the problems was and potential solutions. What Franklin Williams was very clear to us is that throwing bomb, basically, in my interpreter, throwing bombs at people doesn't resolve the problem. You've got to be able to select the problem and then find how to, to resolve it. To that, that era, the time for minorities and when they were having difficulties in the system. So let's go back to about 1970s, 1980s. Mm -hmm. In other words, what was the problem that needed addressing? What were your own experiences in this regard? Well, clearly, uh, the first injustice, the first perception was sentencing in, in the criminal law. In criminal law. And so we always saw that there seemed to be <laughs> a disparate impact upon the longer sentences of people who are of minorities. They didn't have all the uh, best representation because they were less economically uh, able to afford uh, quality lawyering, and they were in, in the grips of a system where underfunded legal aid attorneys were bombarded with hundreds and hundreds of cases. So, so the, you saw that an inequality in, the, in who that was defending them. And, of course, he was very acute to that because he understood that what it would take to adequately defend someone in an accusation. And he also saw in his lifetime how people could be, un, could be accused unfairly, unjustly. Um, so, therefore, he was very, very attuned to the problem of having adequate representation. And we knew in the state that we didn't have adequate representation funding for, the, for, for, for poor defense. Then you looked at the sentencing. Well, not only do you not get any uh, adequate lawyering because a lawyer can only spend 10 minutes, it, maybe they'll know your name, all right? Um, then at the time of sentencing, judges were giving away a years as if they were giving uh, can cotton candy away, you know? And, 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 and clearly the, the disparity in, in the sentencing was, oh, was greater with minorities. So that was the first, you know, inkling that I saw. I did a lot of criminal work at that, at that time in my career, and I saw, I saw that all the time. But then it turns out that other people were bringing on other problems in the civil area, where all of a sudden, civilly, uh, minorities were not getting the same break. They were not getting the same access to the courts. They did not get the same jury verdicts. And, you know, then we started seeing that that was unfair. So what were the initial goals of the commission? What? sat down. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had. The initial goal was to look at the disparity and in, in, in lack of diversity on, on the bench and disparity of justice to minorities. That was my understanding of first objectives. And then that expanded. And it just seemed to expand into other areas uh, under the direction of that. Because 
I think you know we took all our leadership from from you know Ambassador Williams. Um, so he had seen so much more and, and done so much more in his life that he took the commission where no man had gone before. Well, of course, it was a whole new project. But so he was just going off, seeing where wherever he saw an injustice, he wanted some sort of a tackle it. What was the um, the effect of that report that came out? Because after a while, the commission issued a report. Right. And it was a scathing report. As it was. What was the result of that? <coughs> well, you know... Um, I know that Stor Wachler then decided to under two started uh, looking at how it expand the diversity in the bench, but they're limited on that because judges are elected and very few are appointed, so he's not within his power. Um, and and, and the course of the 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 access to sentencing that's something we I believe there was a, a addressed in that in the state legislature, but um, I'm not sure that there was a a big legislative. Um, result of that. You know, what had, over the years, after the report, as they started institutionalizing some of the re- recommendations, there were changes. Sentencing reform, for example, additional funding for some of the um, uh, legal aid societies, um, which were direct results. And how can the commission best honor his legislation? Well, I tell you, uh, I'm so glad that it's still going. Because I've down been I've been in, in Florida now for 25 years, so I have lost some contact with the day-to-day uh, operations of New York State. But I'm so glad when I got the call that you, the operate is still operating, and and uh, of course I knew it, was, it changed its name. The Williams Commission became immediately, and then after after the first term, it became the Williams Commission. So that, that I already knew before I left to Florida. But that it's that it that its mission to seek uh, justice. Um, is it so important because we're not there yet. We, we are not there yet. And so the, it has to keep going until there is a sense, a joint, truly sense, that justice is equal, that there is fairness. And so the commission needs to exist, continue to exist so we don't have, it without getting into controversial topics, where we don't believe that police officers, for example, are occupational forces. This is something is coming into light, you know, now with our death of Gar- uh, Mr. Gardner and so forth. But in, in, of course, in, in the South, uh, we've had that problem for a long time. But Franklin Williams saw that, whoa, <laughs> 50, 60 years ago when I was down there traveling cases. It's still not gone away. The perception of, of injustice within minority communities to the majority community is still there. And that perception is going to take a lot of time uh, to, to overcome.